Hey, Tyler. Hey, Jay. How's it going? Pretty good. Good. I have a question for you. I hope I have an answer. You ready for this one? No. Who is the king of all monsters? Ooh. Okay. Uh, are Godzilla we... currently holds that title because he gave himself that title. But that, yeah, that's a little yeah, presumptuous. Now, are we talking classic monster? Well, I, you can go. You can define it however you want. Okay. Okay. Because I, I I think of king and I think of ruler, uh, but I also think it has to be powerful enough yeah. to to yeah. actually uh, exert some some will over the rule. So if we had a monster squad type situation where all yeah. the monsters are getting together, yeah, who's the king? Hmm. You ever see the movie Monster Squad? No. Oh my goodness! You got to watch it tonight okay it's basically goonies <laughs> but with monsters it's yeah. so great it's from like 1986 all right it's so it's monster on squad. monster squad i think it's on prime or on netflix what did we do before the streaming oh my goodness existed? well i know what i did i had a huge collection of vhs tapes that i had copied <laughs> when i was in college so i am trying to come up with who beats godzilla in a fight um but because I, mean, I just don't... size does not necessarily mean like just because you can beat everybody up doesn't make you a good king Right, and the king have to all be like the the. But leader? at some point, the king has to have an army to dethrone whoever's going to name himself king. That's true, but by that by that token, in terms of the humanoid monsters, uh, Frankenstein is bigger. Yeah, but I don't think Frankenstein's going to be a good. No, Frankenstein's leader. too dumb. Yeah, yeah. I really want to give it to Dracula, because I think he is insane and aware enough. Plus, he can turn into a bat anytime he wants yeah. and just disappear. Yeah. That tends to be how it goes that whenever you have these monster collections, whether it's there's a, another great, this is a cartoon called Witch's Night Out. Uh, Google it. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure if you can really find it. It's like, it, you can find it on like Vimeo or something like that. But the animation, it's crazy. It's pretty great. It's from probably like 1981. Um, but uh, the witch, I don't know if Dracula's the head in that. But Dracula tends to be the head when all the animals get to, or the monsters get together. Yeah. Uh, he is the uh, uh, he's the head in Monster Squad. He's the Le- he, he's the Lex Luthor. You know, yeah. he's smart and uh, he's charming. Yes, and uh, has intellect. Yes, in a way that most of the monsters don't. Yeah, which is kind of what makes them scary is that they are so. Uh, I mean, like the mummy's dead. Yeah, <laughs> uh, werewolf is uh, a an animal, a beast, kind of yeah. against his own. And desires. I, yeah, and and my my best example of, of werewolf is Harry Potter and uh Oh yeah, Lupin. Yeah. Yeah. That like he's just out of control. Yeah, and that's pretty much the standard kind of the the lycanthropes uh, yeah. uh, are they are and that's kind of the the analogy about it is this this animal instinct that we can't control. It's like Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah. Or the that, Hulk. Yeah. 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 And Frankenstein is is a dead guy. Zombies are dead guys. Yeah. Uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon is basically a fish man. Zombies, if you could if you could draft them to your cause, you're in good now, shape. Where do you stand on the the zombies? Are you fast zombie, slow zombie? Like, do you have a hard opinion on how they should be? I feel zombie like people tend to have their two camps. I, I I would not die on this hill. I would be I would be happy to be proven wrong. But given the undead nature of zombies, I assume their bodies to be fragile. Yeah. So I'm all about slow zombie. I do think that they. I like in the in the movie Twenty Eight Days Later. Yes, which is kind of the not first. the Sandra Bullock movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's a sequel to that. Yeah, there's Twenty Eight Days and then Twenty Eight Days Later. <laughs> uh, 
So it's about her going into rehab. And yeah, then, and then coming the, out and then to she a comes zombie out apocalypse. And there's a zombie apocalypse. Uh, <laughs> boy, that's a very specific joke to only a couple of people who, yeah. who are aware of Sandra Bullock movies. Um, I had to watch it in college. Oh, it's, it's the it's... only reason I know about that film. <laughs> and, and, and it was well, right that's, when... It's a funny mistake if you wanted to watch one or the other. <laughs> Neither There's no crossover in no. the appeal to the audiences of those None. two movies. Uh, yeah, because it really is. It's a Sandra Bullock movie that's almost a romantic comedy, but really kind of a drama because yeah. she has to go to rehab. <laughs> and then the other one is about waking up to a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. But the 28 Days Later, which came out in the early 2000s, yeah, it's a Danny Boyle movie. It's really good, but it's the one that kind of really ushered in the era of running zombies. Yeah. And the way they explain it in that is it's like a virus that you get. So it's not really dead people exclusively. Like you can become a zombie. You get infected with this thing and then they just call it rage. And uh, then you turn into this cannibalistic like zombie that will persist past death. Yes. Yeah. And so I like that in that it's like pure adrenaline. Like I think the lifespan of those zombies is probably really short. Like they probably only last like 24 or 48 hours because right. you, your heart explodes and like you, physically the body can't exist anymore. But I I like I like that in that sense. I don't like it in the Walking Dead sense of like these zombies last forever. Yeah, like right. that makes no sense. No, no, I do no, feel no. like the bodies would actually fall apart and. Uh, it doesn't. I love the 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 logic of trying to physical like yeah. explain like well if this really happened it would have like if it really happened it wouldn't happen you're right well that's my it, one of my favorite examples of this I probably said it on this show but in Superman Returns an ill fated movie that upon further review isn't as bad as it's, I thought oh, no, it was yeah. we thought it was too super bad and then they're like oh hold my beer let me yeah. show you some real bad <laughs> you want a bad Superman movie yeah. here you go here's three of them but there, we were watching it uh, with some friends and a, a, a cabbie is smoking a cigar mm. in the one scene and he drops the cigar and it goes down in a sewer grate and then a natural gas pipeline explodes yeah uh, and the lit cigar is there so it just blows up all yeah. through the sewer grate and my one buddy i was watching with goes oh like that would ever happen <laughs> and i turned around and i was like okay this man can fly we're watching we a movie about a shot t- in the guy eyeball. <laughs> right like we're watching a dude in tights of the cape fly around and lift buildings yeah. like and it's the cigar that you've you've chosen to fixate on. Yeah, it is interesting how we will uh, the things that bother us about very specific. Th- I have things like that too, where I'm fine with the general premise of, <laughs> that's ridiculous, but there's no way that that guy would be able to have a girlfriend that looks like that. Or yeah, something right. Like, yeah. Like, wait, no, that's not. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. 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 Uh, so zombies. Uh, no, King of Monsters. King of Monsters, bringing it all back around. I, I do think I'm, I'm with you though that the slow, the slow zombies seem. Uh, if zombies were to be a thing, slow yeah. zombies seems. I think a fast zombie is is explainable if it's a phenomenon that only lasts a couple days. Yeah. Uh, but slow zombies could could last a couple like a month. In, in a thoroughly unrealistic scenario, that is the most realistic yeah. option. And Night of the Living Dead, which really gave us the zombies. If you've seen that movie, the original, it ends with like the next day everybody all the hicks have come and just riled them up and shot them like they, yeah. they they figured out how to solve it like it's really a night that is a, a struggle and like we still have to figure out like what is this weirdness that has happened but it's not walking dead where it's constantly like yeah. or what's that brad pitt movie where the zombies are all crawling world over, war z yeah where they're all that crawling one's over top yeah there's some fast other. zombies in that one too yeah that's not bad but yeah i think if dracula could draft the zombies as an army yeah 
he'd what be in is, good shape. Let's, 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 here's a sub question. Yeah. What's the best zombie movie? Because there is a plenty, or zombie uh, demonstration in pop culture. What is the best expression of zombies? So you'll be shocked to learn after our two hour excursus on movies yeah. that I haven't seen a whole lot of zombie movies. You just named like three or four of them. Yeah, from previews. Uh, <laughs> okay, what's your best from that taste? Oh, the, the, Even the, if you haven't seen them, you've, you know the various expressions. The one that, that teared me up a little bit, uh, the, what's the Will Smith movie? Oh, man, that's a great movie. It's a phenomenal movie. I Am movie. Legend. Oh, yes. that's, the, that's the saddest scene. Adrian had pointed out that we missed that in the saddest death scene. Oh, my When, when the dog dies. Yeah. Oh, and then he calls her Samantha, and you realize, oh, Sam's a girl. Yeah. I don't know why that makes it so much more sad, but it crushes me. Absolutely. Best, that's the best Will Smith movie. Broke me. Yeah. Um, and in terms of pop culture, I still play it to this day. Plants vs. Zombies on the iPhone. Oh, yeah. I've never played it once. Oh, it's a great game. Is it great? It is great. Yeah. I enjoy it thoroughly. I bet it is. It's a thinker. Yeah. Not really. Okay. But (laughs) for slow people like me, it's a thinker. I thought it was like, uh, it's it's basic. I I just assume it's Angry Birds. Uh, It's a little more than that. It's like tower defense. So, like, you have to pick the right plants to defend the house against the zombies. But, yeah. Such a weird concept. It is. And that's why I love it. Zombies, when zombies are used in a humorous way. Yeah. Oh, they're funny. That's where they shine. They're real funny. Because, like, like, what are you going to put against zombies? Plants. Like the zombie in in Wreck-It Ralph at the beginning. Oh, yeah. It's really funny. Uh, and the zombies in, uh, if you've seen Hotel Transylvania, <laughs> sorry, Boop. sorry guys, uh, Hotel Transylvania, uh, the zombies in that are really funny. It's a yeah. good, it's a good movie. Yeah. Hotel Transylvania. I, yeah. uh, thumbs up. All recommend. Right. Hi, highly recommend. I don't highly recommend it, but I do I generally <laughs> recommend it. Yeah. Cause if I highly recommend it, you'd be like, oh, it's not that good, yeah. but it's good. It's if you go in thinking like, I don't know if this is going to be any good. It's actually quite pleasant. Yeah. It's enjoyable. Oh, also the uh, White Walkers or the others, oh, if yeah. you will, in yeah. Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. Those are zombies. When that zombie dragon becomes a thing, oh, spoiler alert. That is. That's a, that's that's devastating. Yeah, yeah. You know what my top zombie is? I'd love to know. Uh, Weekend of Bernie's too. <laughs> so I'm Tyler. I'm Jay. And this is Rumping the Bether. question is like oh. no no it, it, yeah. it is a thinker because again Godzilla has claimed the throne yeah, yeah. but who would dethrone him and yeah, I think and Dracula I, could do it yeah I think that and Godzilla is not about leading other people no, Godzilla just no, wants he's to just breaking stuff stuff yeah know, just stomping on things Terrible. I'm drinking apple crisp coffee oh which I because I'm a weirdo that whenever I see some two a food combination that should not be I'm like must I must try I gotta this. try this yeah and uh, or, or otherwise known as youth minister <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, um, the apple crisp coffee I thought it would be terrible it's from Aldi too which all it's uh, routinely has not great coffee no they don't but um, I am 
hard on the Aldi train. Oh, Aldi is so great. I love, I love everything about Aldi. Their coffee is is not great. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Aldi. Uh, but this one is really good. Yeah. It's one. It's in the kind of sometimes aisle. Yeah. Right. Like the, so that's they, a magical place. Oh, that's sometimes aisle, and you can go there, and it'll it'll be the same thing for like two weeks, and then all of a sudden yep. you go, and it's brand new stuff, and then you come back two days later, it's all gone. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Uh, that's sometimes Island Aldi. I highly recommend. Here's my only problem with Aldi. This is again a tangent because we are going to be very disciplined in recording this. Oh episode. yeah, we're we're pretty pretty tight so far. But I had a coin uh, for the for the card yeah. the quarter. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is my lucky Aldi coin, and it was a Georgia State quarter. And then I Do realized you not know how that works. <laughs> then you then, give up the coin. You get a coin back, but you don't get the same. Not one back. the same one. Yeah. I was like, but I. Oh. Yeah, the, I saw that people were selling so. What we're talking about is if you if you've never been to Aldi, um, the grocery carts cost twenty five cents to rent basically. Right. So the, because has, they, I didn't realize because they don't want them in the parking lot. Yeah, they, they save want them money to come back. Yeah. yeah, they they are basically paying you to do the job. It's a brilliant idea. Yeah. Like by that they don't have to have someone who goes and gathers the carts. The carts don't run away. Right. Uh, and because, a quarter is the just right. Yeah, investment. it really is. And it's funny that that's what people will do. Like every once in a while, you'll see some like Rockefeller who just left the <laughs> cart right beside the, the car. But but by and large, uh, people will bring them back. And, yeah. and it kind of so you have to they're all locked together in a chain and you push the quarter into this slot and it unlocks it. And then when you're done with it, you put it back in and put the chain into the back of the thing and it pops the quarter out. Yep. Uh, again, brilliant. Th- let me explain brilliant. to you things that you probably already know about. But <laughs> if you've never seen it, that it is a unique idea. Like yeah. it's it's very simple and it's very brilliant. But it's not. It, most people don't. Most stores don't do that. But when you go up to check out, they you, switch carts. They have a cart there that they're filling up because they have a system, and yeah. then you hand them the cart, and then they take your cart. So I I had seen that they were selling these keychains mm-hmm. that had a quarter on it that you could just use. I mean, kind of like a slug. Right, like to get, but it doesn't make any sense because immediately you would have to switch, or you'd have to well, be the person who's constantly like, "Can you just use my cart?" No, the the thing I appreciate about the quarter keeper, which I really want to find one. If you want to just give your your local podcaster a gift, yeah. the, the Aldi. Quarter this was keeper. not no. This was like the quarter had a like was attached to. It wasn't oh. a quarter keeper. It was an actual quarter. Oh, yeah, no, you can't do yeah, that. Yeah, it was a dumb idea. It was someone who thought they were a genius until it actually got into the real world, and they're like, oh, that's not how yeah. the system works. No, you can't outsmart Aldi. Yeah, you no, just you can't. can't. They, yeah. They've got a, a, they a it out. monopoly on yeah. everything. Yeah. It's like Southwest Airlines. Like this is just the best way yeah, to do this. This is thing. how it is. Yeah. Oh man, I had a thought too. By the way, this is again total tangent. But <laughs> we're so we we've created created a, a, a cavern of tangents. We're down in so many holes right now. I. uh so we are going. I can't even remember what this episode's about. It's something. <laughs> uh, we are going in January to San Francisco. Oh yes, uh, for our class that we're both in. Will you be my roommate? I will, and I think <laughs> what we should do is book our flight together. Yeah, of course. And then live podcast the flight. Oh my goodness, that'll be fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. We have to do that. First of all, we need to find some kind of small little mic though that we could take. Or two oh no, we're taking these. Two handhelds. Yeah. I think two handhelds would be funny. <laughs> So we look like, yeah, two yeah. handhelds would be hilarious. And then all you could plug one into yeah. each, yeah. Oh yeah, easy. Yeah. Oh, it's totally doable. It's very yeah. doable. Oh, and also then we'll we'll podcast the heck out of San Francisco too. Oh yeah. If we have any extra time, where they say go do what you want, we have to go to Alcatraz. Yeah. Okay. Uh. All right. So all right. So anyway, digging us back out of blah, 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 that we just pulled back. So one of the things I like about the internet, about a thing called Wikipedia. 
And yeah. the, in, the internet does this really well. I used to like whenever my mind would get on tangents and like suddenly I'd be thinking of like Dolph Lundgren. Why am I thinking about Dolph Lundgren? And then I would try to think of like what were the things in my head how did I get there that got me there? And that was kind of a fun exercise of like how my brain works of like it just a thought thing that I would I wouldn't verbalize it because nobody knows I'm thinking about Dolph Lundgren, but I'd get back there. And Wikipedia basically does that. Hmm. So like if you ever go to Wikipedia and you're a normal human being, I think this is most people's Wikipedia experience. You should look up what you want. And then there's a link in there, and you're like, John Luke Picard, okay, you like mm-hmm. this. And then all of a sudden, it's LeVar Burton, and then you're like, LeVar Burton, what, oh, I miss reading Rainbow. And then you get to reading Rainbow, he's like, oh, now I'm going to uh, the French and Indian War. Yep. Like, it, just these weird, How did and I you can actually here? click back and see, oh, here's the disparate connections that I had. So yeah. we just, we got back out of there, of, out of our hole of, of uh, tangents. Yeah. It's fall. It is fall. And it's October. It is October. We are right in the heart of October, right at the at the beginning heart of October. We are mm. the sweet spot of October where we're deep enough into October, it's purely October, but not far enough into October that I'm starting to feel bad that October is almost over. Yeah, no, we're still, this, this is a great, yeah, great time. The, man, actually, it's a little later than October. Uh, <laughs> okay, I, I am sad. Yeah, I'm wearing, my, I'm wearing my boo shoes. These are my, my October shoes. Oh, my. Yeah, I, They're very dirty. But yeah. Yeah. Those I, mean, are, I like that those shoes get a month, and yeah. this is the only month they would get. They're, they are black Adidas. Yeah, and, but they have a ghost on the inside. You see? Oh my! Ghost on the. Bottom. I thought that was just an interesting. Yeah, it looks like wear an interesting pattern. Thing, but that's that's a ghost. Yeah. And I call them my boo shoes. I wear them every October, that's and they're actually that's not wonderful. incredibly comfortable. Or <laughs> I would wear them more. Yeah. 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 So Tyler. Yep. I think that Halloween <gasps> is a evil holiday. Yes. With too many devils and ghouls and goblins, I agree with you. And blood. Let's have a trunk or treat to and not do celebrate it. Yes, let's have a church celebration that, that pulls us away from from these heathen heathen pagan demons. Yes, let us uh, let us let us wall up in our tr- safe little churches, and we'll all dress up as Jesus. And that sounds go great. Trunk or treating. So I've well, been Tyler, and I've been. J- <laughs> and this has been uh, not. Our actual opinion. Oh, what? You tricked me. I did. Okay. Trickery and deceit. What do you really believe? So there are a segment of people for whom, as we exactly outlined, uh, that is how they approach Halloween, that that Halloween is a evil holiday um, filled with too many devils and goblins and things like that. It's a a more prevalent thing than I'm aware of. It's a very, especially from a more, uh, it's not inherently... Christians that do it, but a lot of a lot of the conservative side of Christianity, yes, the fundamentalist side especially, uh, views uh, Halloween as as actively evil, yes, as an act of, like that to expose children to it, it. It is a way in which evil demons, the devil uses Halloween to indoctrinate our children into accepting evil. Right now, there are any number of things about that view that are wrong. My favorite is the irony of that view. And this, as I, I will invite history professor Tyler to correct me. I don't know if he's here today. Oh, okay. See if we'll, he's around. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, to correct me as I lay out this story for you. So November, the first Sunday in November is, yep. why wow, you almost like broke your tooth on that microphone. I, uh, <laughs> I was coming around from the other side. <laughs> the first Sunday in November is All Saints Day. Uh, hang on a second. Yeah. The history professor coming yeah, in. Yeah, this is a uh, Tyler Domsky historian. Uh, <laughs> it's actually the first day, first in day of November. Yeah, it's so November not 1st. the first Sunday. November first is first always right. 
All Saints Day. The first Sunday is when we celebrate it in worship. Uh, for Protestants, yeah. yeah. But for Catholics, for the old church, it's be- before there was the Catholic Church, when every day was a feast day. Right. The 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 November first was All Saints Day. Right. Or All Hallows Day. So it was the holiest day of the year. Yes. Because this is where we celebrate the, all of the saints. Right. Because there were lots of saints days. This is all saints. Everybody. Day. This is the Voltron of saints days. Yes. They all combine to be this large thing that is uh, the holiest day of the year. Yes. And it was preceded by All Hallows Eve. Yes. Uh, wherein the church recognizing the resurrection. In the same way that we have Christmas Eve. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the church recognizing that we have resurrection. Mm-hmm. Uh, that death no longer ha- where oh death is your victory where oh death is your sting it's now thy sting is my favorite Christian taunt my the Bible getting real sassy with yep. death yep. saying yep. like come at me death what do you got so to just follow up on that mode Christians came up with a holiday wherein we would literally mock death yes that we would dress up as dead people and ghosts and goblins uh, specifically with a mind to what are you going to do about it, death? Yeah. You, you got nothing on us because we have a resurrection. We have. And so that turned into Halloween. Yes. So, so if you are a Christian and you have a problem with Halloween and you think it's a pagan ritual. We don't want to tell you that your opinion is wrong. But it is <laughs> because <laughs> we came up with this. Yeah, this is a Christian holiday. This is us. So this is now... And not even one of the good holidays that we stole from the pagans. Yeah, yeah. This is just us. So to... Uh, and historian Tyler's going to come in here. Please. And to say, uh, behind every truth, there is a little bit of fiction. And yeah. uh, and there's also some nuance. So it's not just a, you're wrong, I'm right. It's a, yes, uh, uh, I'm still right, but uh, in a more nuanced way. So... I- <laughs> It's going to say, I'm not a historian, so I'm right and you're wrong. That's the historian, the yeah. historian view. Is like, we're not going to figure out who's right and wrong. Clearly, I'm right, but let me tell you why. It's a little more <laughs> nuanced than that. Yeah. Um, so uh, everything Jay said is is true, uh, but there's there's a little bit of uh, finesse behind yeah, that. Yeah, please. And finesse so away. Here, is, here is the deal, that um, All Hallows Day became the, the holiest day of the year. And the same way that we have a thing called Mardi Gras, Mm. That everybody's real happy to celebrate, even though they don't know what's going on. Mardi Gras is connected to the church. Blunt, yeah. Mardi, Mardi Gras, is, yeah, it's born out of a culture, a, a Creole culture that is very Catholic. The, this Christianity that was born in the bayou, mm-hmm. in that sense, like mm-hmm. that that had this own special thing. And as they were getting into Lent, which is a time of abstinence, yep. where you abstain from all kinds of things, all kinds of vices, you give up things. Um what you say the I mean, most human idea yeah, ever well and it's like everything it's like saying okay the the park is going to close mm-hmm. in 15 minutes you don't say oh well i might as well uh, just uh, head on out to the no, to you get as you many say, more no, rides in as you, you can it, try to cram it in and so the human creation was let's on the day before we we they call it Fat Tuesday because it's we instead of abstaining from things, yeah. we need to go to all the buffets right. and get as fat as we can to live through these forty days where we can't do anything, and so and not only just eating, but let's do all the stuff. And and you know what? That's so great. Let's just celebrate it for a week. Yeah. Well, it's uh, the Mardi Gras was born after the fact. Yep. It was it was post. Uh, it was it was backstory that was created after. 
to relate to this idea that we are going to be faithful for 40 days. <laughs> so we might as well get our... It is not, of, yeah. it's not like on Monday I started a new diet and fitness regimen. So yeah. what did I do on Sunday? Made the Busted stock out, orders yeah. of Dunkin' Donuts exactly. very happy. Oh, exactly. And, yeah. that, and that it gets to uh, St. Augustine. Who or Augustine, if you want to sound not pretentious, but I'm not in that camp, so I'm going to call him Augustine. Uh, he has this uh, a book called Confessions. He was, a, he was a monk from North Africa in the fourth and fifth century. Yeah. Uh, it's super, Fun fact: He's the great first Christian emo. <laughs> it's a little depressing reading the Confessions. Oh, a little bit, yeah. a little bit. Uh, sorry, it's like how are you going to connect this one? <laughs> It's a little uh, depressing. It's so a little bit of a breakup he, song, but he's great. And uh, but one of the great lines in the confessions is he says he has a prayer to God, and he says, "Lord, uh, give me um, abstinence. Like, give me mm. the power to stop sinning." But tomorrow, not yet. Yeah, <laughs> 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 like, like give it to me like next week. Yeah, because I want to do some stuff, which some is plans. the most human prayer yeah. like that. And that's Mardi Gras. Yes, and so. Take that idea, mm-hmm. apply it to the holiest day of the year. So this is the day where we celebrate God is powerful. And this idea that evil is going to try, the the thing that evil does, and this is really what you see in the book of Revelation, is that the book of Revelation is this weird book that we don't focus too much on Revelation. But if you actually read kind of what's going on in there, it's not a battle between good and evil. It's a battle mm-hmm. between evil and humanity and evil trying to convince humanity, I have power. And then finally at the end when God shows up, it's like, nope, like no, there's not even not. a battle. Yeah. When God shows up at the end, there is no battle. It's just, it's done. It's, I've <laughs> said this a lot of times in sermons. In sermons, I think the book of the end of the book of Revelation is like, is God coming to the room and saying, stop it. Yeah. It's like a mom. Oh, you a, kids settle yeah, down. At, at a, you have a sleepover <laughs> with like a bunch of 12 year olds and it's like 1230 at night and everybody's making it being raucous. And the mom comes in and just flips on the lights. And says, Knock it off. Everybody go to bed. Yeah, we're done. I'll show and, you. Power. Yeah, and that's God coming in at the end of Revelation. Get out of here, evil. You're nothing. And evil just is gone. Like yeah. it's and so uh, it's this sense of on the holiest day when it's clearly revealed that evil has no power. It's this last-ditch evil, last-ditch effort of evil. Yes. So it kind of initially starts with when people were still really obsessed with this idea that God is here, but evil is 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 really we might not make it. Um, the the idea with that evil would try as hard as possible that night to convince you God's not real. Yeah, and so that's a scary night. So you better watch out. And so at first, people would dress up to hide from mm. the spirit. So the idea that the Fat Tuesday of evil was the night before the holiest day. Yeah. And so all Hallows Eve became this kind of scary night where demons and, and things were like, they were, they were out to get you that night. So if you were going to go out, you had to disguise yourself so that they would like, like many zombie movies <laughs> where they will disguise themselves as zombie. best zombie movie, by the way, is Shaun of the Dead. Yes. Uh, have yeah. you seen that? Have you seen Shaun of the Dead? I, a long time ago. It's yeah. so good. And there's a time where they actually decide in order to walk through the zombies, we have to, act like zombies yeah and so they pre- and classic they, move yeah and it works for a little bit <laughs> um, but that so that's the whole idea of like dressing up initially kind of started in some ways for that now as they got to a point where they realized evil's not real right like i mean it is real but evil has no power has evil no is a lie yeah. evil is darkness and darkness is not a thing it's just the absence of light right evil is really just the absence of awareness of god and so and we become obsessed with it and then we do terrible things. And so 
the idea of it evolved into first we're dressing up because we're scared of it and then we're dressing up because we're mocking it. Yep. And then we're saying, look, none of this really can hurt us. Like, yes, evil is a real thing. Evil, I mean, we we live in a world that is filled with evil, but ultimately evil won't win. Yeah. So it's not saying that there is no evil in the world. There's clearly evil in the world. But it is saying evil does not win. Right. And so we should not spend our time worrying about evil. We should instead recognize that evil has no power over us if we let God be in control. Right. And so it goes into that thing. Now... There is, there's going to be the pushback of, there is a thing called Samhain or Samhain, which comes about in Eastern Europe um, in like, there's a pagan thing that happens as is often the case around these holidays. There is a pagan thing that is similar that happens around the fall uh, that some of the elements of that get engrafted into Halloween. But Halloween, as we experience it right now, and as the name Halloween completely Christian is a, is a Christian yeah. origin like that it it gathered in some myth from other things like you get jack-o'-lanterns you get um some of the th- like uh some of, even like devil's night is another thing which follows that idea that all hallows day is the yeah. holiest day and so the devil is trying to to do these things these pranksters right and the trick or treat is that the demons would trick you uh, that, that you better give them a treat or else they're going to do something terrible. Right. Uh, and so give me a trick to appease me. And then that, as the people are dressing up, they would realize like, oh, this is a fun way to kind of mock, yes. again, mock demons. That that demons are stupid, but we're going to pretend that we're demons and we actually, we would like a little treat too. And it became, it was always a fun thing. It was never this, oh no, I better have these cakes ready or they're going to destroy me. Like, yeah, right. So, so, I, I, first of all, before I launch into what I'm about to launch into, I, I told Tyler. You're crouched on the floor. Like yeah. You're ready. Like your arms I'm up like spring Superman. Spring into it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I told Tyler in a text yesterday that I think Toby from the West Wing has become my spirit animal, that I am just like a cranky old man. I quietly acknowledged it yeah. and realized I don't understand that reference because um, I still haven't watched the West Wing. Oh, my gosh. I have no no ground to stand the on after the movie. The final episode of Roughing the Pastor will be when I have finally watched oh, the wrestling man. In, in 15 years. Anyway, Toby's this cranky old man, so allow me to go on a cranky old rant. I love old man Fryer. Uh, I, I, I don't want to say that any Christian tradition is more right than another. However. But. If you... <laughs> I always love a qualified thing. It's like, I don't want this, but let me erase it. Do exactly that. Uh, Yeah. If you find yourself not wanting to celebrate Halloween because you fear that it invokes the devil or the evil spirits or the demons, you have completely missed the point that those things have no power. And we brought no actual power, no right, lasting. Right, right, right. We're not saying that the evil is not a thing. Right, no, evil's very it's much alive. A thing. Yeah, take yeah. a look at the last Nickelback album. <laughs> Hell, uh, boy, we're really we're really nailing Nickelback on oh, this uh, this podcast. We yeah. are just going, we're hard targets. Taking to the, the at the height of their power. Yeah, taking oh, them down. Taking them down. <laughs> taking them down. Uh, but but yeah, evil is a real and thing. Canadian Thanksgiving is is like in three days. Yeah, it's coming. Yeah. Oh, man. Nickelback is going to be crying I'm gonna celebrate over Canadian by, turkey. I'm going to celebrate by listening to Nickelback all day. <laughs> I'm going to listen to some 41. There you go. Uh, so again, on that note, there is evil in the world. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but, but to be afraid of it or to succumb to it or to um, purposefully avoid a holiday 
because you think evil will do something to you. That's that's just silly uh, on so many levels. And I would toss into that again. This might sound harsh, and maybe I mean it to be. If your faith is so shaky, are you live filming this right now? <laughs> no, it's, it's taking pictures. Okay. If your faith is so shaky that a kid dressed up as Dracula can undo it for you, you may need to work on that faith a little bit more. Yeah. Like it, it, it just, you can't, you can't be so easily swayed by a holiday that, that is sponsored by Kmart. <laughs> um, you know, like I, I, I think that if your faith is that fragile, go back to your faith and start building it up. Cause Ain't nothing on Halloween going to hurt you. Um, well, and another thing to, to recognize is like that most of the, the people who have the biggest issue with that, and we're not saying, so you must love Halloween. No, no. You can, there's all kinds of reasons not to like Halloween. But stop like, hating on me for loving yeah, Halloween. And, and stop <laughs> stop claiming that any Christian that would um, be excited about Halloween is therefore evil. Yeah. Uh, now, any Christian that delights in people being tortured or people being... No put in cages or uh, I don't want to get into things like that, but there's all kinds of things that Christians are totally fine with and celebrate that Mm -hmm. are evil. Yes. Halloween is not one of them. Correct. Uh, There is actual evil that the Christian church endorses and even uh, causes Mm -hmm. that we, that we should be scared of and that we should be really um, calling out other Christians for doing. Halloween is not that. Not even Especially close. Especially the way it's expressed. So Halloween right now, and Bentley alluded to this. If, I mean, I'm going way back to when Bentley was here. Bentley had her baby. We are, I think we already said that. Yeah. Hooray for Bentley's baby, Oscar. And hi, Bentley. How you doing? Um, we, we're excited to have Bentley back when she's off her maternity yeah. leave, yeah, yeah. which will be months from now. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> that one sounded Man, great. gas bags. Yeah. Uh, so, but Bentley had said one of the most frustrating responses that the church has to Halloween, that Halloween is the one holiday mm-hmm. where we actually go into our real communities to our neighbors yes. and go and spend like that. We offer things to our neighbors that we spent like go and ask things from our neighbors, that it is a community holiday. Yes. It's not Thanksgiving, which is all about just your family. It's not Christmas, which is about just your family. Maybe we go caroling or something like all of the other holidays we have are insular to us or to our our family or to our church community or things like that. But this is the one where we go to our next door neighbors. Yes. And we walk through our neighborhood and we celebrate together. Which is so vital in this world. I mean, I, I will throw myself under the bus on this hard. I could not tell you right now sitting here yeah. what my next door neighbor's names are. Yeah. I, I can't. struggle. I, if it wasn't for my wife being an awesome person who knows that kind of stuff, yeah. I wouldn't know. No, because I, I get in the car, I go to work, I yeah. come home, that's it. Yeah. This is a holiday where we are absolutely invited to correct that wrong. Yeah. To get to know our neighbors. My parents, um, I actually don't do Halloween in our neighborhood. Yeah. When we were growing up, we lived on a cul-de-sac. Yeah. Um, so the big dead end street. Uh, circle thing so all the houses on the cul-de-sac come out on halloween and we set up big like eight foot tables yeah um and one of them is all the candy of those houses and then the rest is like but and it's gotten more and more crazy as my my dad has more and more free time yeah um but there's like going to food uh communities of old people is the best yeah oh man boy our neighborhood you go around as an adult and they give you beer There's got to be something wrong with yeah, that. Yeah, I haven't. I mean, they. I haven't ever taken it yet because I. One, it's like uh, Iron City, and two, 
it still feels a little weird, but yeah. I know that there are places that I, without very much prodding, I could get beer and or shots from, yeah. from our community. <laughs> is, boy, that's a different kind of situation, and which where, I don't really want to introduce where it do you to. Where do you live? Uh, yeah, it's in the North Hills in, in Hampton. Yeah. Um, to have this thing that is so much about, it's the one time where we really, as an American culture, embrace the communities we live in. Yeah. To, for the church to say, no, that's evil. Terrible idea. And then for the church to counter-program against that. I think yep. I've got nothing against trunk or treats as something in addition to. Sure, fine. I have a big problem with trunk or treats or fall festivals or things like that that are a Christian alternative to Halloween mm-hmm. because it is taking our, as Christians, spending time with our neighbors yeah. and celebrating something and having fun and dressing up and like that no one on... Yes, there are people who are trying to scare people, but they're still trying to do it in fun. No one's trying to right. hurt people right. on Halloween. And the people who are trying to hurt people on Halloween are people who are trying to hurt people every other all day. the other days. Yeah, yeah there's right. nothing about that. In the same way that there are bad things that happen on Christmas, like the, the bad people who do bad things are going to do them no matter what the <laughs> yeah. setting. They Doesn't just adapt to the is. setting. Yeah. So Halloween, as expressed currently, is such a beautiful thing Mm -hmm. because it's a fun thing where we share where we get to pretend where we get to imagine where we get to express kind of creativity like that there are people who make outfits who make like one we have been as grown-ups um have been to some like adult parties that sounds weird yeah as parties where there's not kids there yeah it's not we're not yeah. we been any of those weird <laughs> gross parties but we've just been parties where there aren't kids there but there's still halloween parties so we've dressed up and we are fortunately around people who there's aren't like sexy nurse costumes and things like that like we're people who actually want creative costumes and uh one of the best costumes that we had were a couple of years ago adrian and i went as uh, the gatekeeper and the keymaster from yes. Ghostbusters. So Adrian was Dana Barrett uh-huh. from Ghostbusters, like post having been possessed by Zool. There is no Dana, only, only Zool. And I was uh, Rick Moranis yes. from that movie, where like post having been possessed by Gozer. Uh, and and uh, so I even had a colander on my head with a bunch of wires sticking out. I'll, I'll post a picture of it. it, is, it was, I've seen this picture. It it's was, solid. It's the best costume in my life that we have had. And it was great. And there was a, a year before where we went to, oh, there was a, a club cafe, which is a local like, uh, uh, like club that has bands on. They had a, and I think they still do it every year, but my friend was playing in it, where they had local bands and they would dress up as another band and play a set. <laughs> yeah. as that. So there was a set, like a band did all Stevie Wonder stuff. A band did all um, Van Halen stuff. A band did all, uh, I think, um, the Misfits. And mm. then my friend did the Bouncing Souls, which is still a band I haven't really yeah. heard of. Yeah. Oh, I love Bouncing yeah. Souls. I, and that's what it's like. In Back in my My day. wife and I had not heard of the Bouncing Souls. We were like, do we like fall into Like so everybody knows good. about them except for us. Yeah. Uh, but he, yeah, they did Bouncing Souls and everybody's like, knew all the songs. I didn't know. Anyway, but people dressed up and that one we dressed up, Adrian dressed up as seven from, uh, yeah. or, or 11 from Stranger Things. But I don't know why I filled in these 11 yeah, you were, out you were of seven. Yeah, 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 I got it. My daughter is seven, uh, but 11 and, but it was from season one. So she had a fake wig and a costume and, and a box of Eggos and had a bloody nose. So like, it was, it was a great, good. Adrian's really good at costumes. And I, uh, I, my favorite thing to dress up, especially as an adult, is to dress up just a little, uh-huh. so not a complete costume. And that's what I, as a kid, I often did like whatever I've got. Like, like I'm a weird person. I'm a punk rocker. Yeah. And so that was the year Bowie had died, and so I dressed up. I wore, I don't know why, I wore a 
a leather. I had this leather um, members only jacket. It was classic. It <laughs> nice. got all moldy and gross though, so I threw it out. But uh, and then I just painted my face like. Um, uh, the cover Ziggy. of Aladdin Sane. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Where, where it's like the it's not the Ziggy Stardust, but it's uh, it's from Aladdin Sane, which is this this other character that in, a, in another Bowie album. But it, you would know it. It's the like lightning red lightning bolt yeah. across his face. It's actually my Twitter icon right now. I was gonna say yeah, yeah I've seen it around. Yeah, so that um, that was just uh, it was just, it's just fun to dress up yes. as an adult. And and some people take it real seriously, and some people I think it's the nice thing is that you can just do it casually. A lot of times when I go around with my kids, I'll just like grab whatever is in our dress up aisle and like throw on like a weird wig and just walk around wearing that. And uh, yeah, there's something about being able to share that with people that is great. Now, as with everything. Some people take it too seriously. Yes. Like it, there's nothing wrong with not liking that with like, if you don't like the concept of going around to your neighbors and asking for things, if you don't like that. And we also like, there's this unspoken thing that if you have your lights off, you're not, you're not participating. Right. And that's okay. And we don't get mad at them. No. Like we don't go to those. I was like, look at these people. Like, cause we, we go around, we live on a, not a cul-de-sac, but we live on like a, a loop. And so we'll go around that loop. And we, by the time it takes us probably half hour, 45 minutes to get around the loop. And we have way too much candy. Yeah. That we then put in a Ziploc bag and kind of ration out throughout the rest of the year. Like we were just now getting rid of Easter candy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow. And we told the kids, like, you got to get rid of this stuff because we're going to. There's a fresh haul yeah, coming. Yeah. yeah. All the good stuff's coming. Um, and it's great. And when we go out, we just put a big bowl of candy in our front step and just say, Happy Halloween. Take yeah. a couple pieces. Yeah. And we come back and all the good stuff's gone. All the garbage is still there. Yep. Actually, so- usually all of it's gone. I feel a certain amount of guilt because, again, we still go to my parents to celebrate Halloween. Um, so I hate being the house where we are just the bowl of candy at the end of the driveway. Yeah. But at least we put ours at the end of the driveway because we have a big hill. Yeah. I don't want people climbing up that. Yeah. Um, but still, that camaraderie um, and that sense of being part of the community is there. And, it, it, and I'm with you. If you don't want to be a part of it, okay. But recognize what an opportunity is being presented to you to be a part of your neighborhood, to be a part of the lives of the people around you. Even if it's just for a fleeting Halloween trick or treat kind of thing, like it's still kind of a vital piece of the puzzle yeah. um, in terms of being a good neighbor. Well, and it, it just the, the sense that there's something bigger that we're part of, like that we're, we're the community matters and that yeah. we're in this together and that um, when we come together, we can enjoy each other. Yeah. And I always, the, it's the time where I learn my neighbors' names, mm-hmm. and I will have forgotten them, and yeah. I know that they've forgotten mine. <laughs> right. And so, especially the neighbors that aren't right next door to me, so I can go around to them and and say like, "Who are you?" Yeah. <laughs> and it's not a threat, <laughs> and yeah. like introduce myself, and it's great. One one year we made up. I forgot. Maybe I'll do it again this year. We made up little thank you cards. Hmm. So every time they gave us candy, we'd hand them a little card. Just said, uh-huh. "Happy Halloween, thank yeah. you from the Donskis. We appreciate it. Love it. And it was just a really like a. And everybody's like, oh, that's nice. And it was a way of kind of introducing ourselves, but also just a way of like teaching our kids, like it's important to say thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So again, if, if you have a real hard time with Halloween, okay, hopefully we have done at least a little bit. <laughs> we're, we're, real, we're real sensitive to people who don't like, yeah, if well, that's your problem, sorry that that bothers you. No, but I, I think just again, my, my heart breaks over that because there are so many opportunities that yes. we've outlined in this. Yeah that go missed if you are not if you live in fear of the holiday yeah 
um, the opportunity to be a good neighbor, the opportunity to say thank you. And um, and really, and the criticism is not of those who this this just not their jam. Like yeah, the, right. Like if you don't, if you're not down with Halloween, that's totally sure, fine. Great, great. But don't the the whole the, the problem has been the 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 Christian perspective that Halloween is actively evil, and yeah. that any Christian that would endorse or accept this is completely false. It, it is. Uh, well, in the the sense that that those that would accept it are are wrong and evil and doing false teaching, especially as a pastor, that you are corrupting kids or like that. How dare you? Like no, 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 no. Yeah, like that. Uh, there is there is great stuff, to, and it's good for us to. I mean, this is a part of this hol- holiday. I mean, we talked about last week this sense of fear. Uh, I mean that that it's important for us to wrestle with fear. Yeah. And to have so much of this, like there's a lot of death and stuff and it's glorified and, 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 and in ways that are not really all that helpful, like right. the real, the, the torture stuff like that, yeah, as you get to that kind of gory, like grossness, like that's not helpful. But the whole idea of the, the sense of dealing with your fear and recognizing, no, look, there's not actually anything that here that can hurt yeah. you. That's where the, the Christian origins in this holiday come from that. Helping us to 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 de- to sit on that Christian taunt, where O oh, death is now thy sting, yep, and to to be okay with with recognizing that God is is letting us know we'll be okay, and it's still a little scary now, like that we still do live in a place where there are some bad things yeah. and there is evil, but ultimately that evil can't hurt us, and yeah. so this becomes a celebration of recognizing that evil ultimately is false, evil ultimately is a vapor that will go away. It is real right now. Yeah. And so it's not to say like, and I do think that that's an important thing to emphasize that evil is something that we do need to, and especially evil in our own hearts and evil in, in other people and society. That's what we need to push back against. Yeah. And especially evil that is done in the name of God. Ugh. That's, that's, that's the actual taking of the Lord's name in vain. That's what that, that, that commandment is not about, not blaspheming or saying, Oh my God, or things like that. It is about saying God has given us the right to be terrible to these other people. Yeah. Nope. God has not done that. And that is not what God is about. And to make those kind of claims and to do evil and to say that God ordains it, that is taking the Lord's name in vain. That's what we, that's the evil we need to combat as 100%. Christians, not Jack lanterns. <laughs> Where O oh, death is thy sting. Give me some candy. A question for the for the universe, and I'm going to throw a little love to twi- to the Instagram. Oh, uh, Twitter is where most of our activity happens. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I like I have a I think I like what you're doing. Yeah, because and it, if not, I have a, an addendum. Yeah no, I, I we're probably there. I would like to see a photograph of your best Halloween costume. That's exactly where I was. Yes. Yeah, uh, a la the the uh, Dana and. Yeah, we'll post. So we'll post those pictures on Instagram. Yeah. Unfortunately, I have zero creativity, so I think post of, a picture. Yeah, of, of the you. 36 years I've been alive, yeah. 34 of them I've been Clark Kent. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, it's, it's three put, a super, put a Superman shirt yeah. on and yeah. then a suit over top of it yeah. and thick rim glasses. Hardly you half put the this track. Over here. Do you like just open it? Just a yeah, bit. just a little bit. So yeah. like it's peeking out just a bit. Uh, that's it. That's you all you got to do. Put a Batman shirt on just to throw people off. Oh man, people would have no like, idea. What, what are you? Are you Bruce Wayne? Uh-huh. I'm as confused as yeah, the current I'm Bruce Wayne who needs movies. glasses. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. So post on Instagram your best contribution to the Halloween costume. Yes. Uh, I love I love that. Please do this. This is exciting. Yeah. And it can be any any era. 
Yeah, uh, yeah. I'll try to look. Back you as a kid. Me as a kid was, was always a punk rocker, so I'll try to find a punk rocker picture. Of yeah, me. just because I like putting like gel in my hair and hair color on it and stuff like that. Yeah, like that's, that's the good stuff. I think my mom liked that it was super easy. You I could think, do it in like five minutes. I think your punk rocker kid and my actual what I wore every day at that time of life will be <laughs> shockingly similar. similar. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the I also I I want to highlight uh, that this is I love this month and my wife and I are real big on like we watch uh, and we'll probably get into this later thing we watch we get into we're into Halloween we watch scary movies every night yeah things like that yeah maybe we'll talk about that in a later episode ah so good yeah so much to keep going on so yeah hit us with the with the stuff you know what I noticed hmm. that we didn't last week we missed out on um, as soon as we shut down you know who came in Barbie Barbie yeah he came in and he had all kinds of things to say to us so I need to make sure Bartleby for a lot of weeks. I, I know he in October sometimes takes a vacation. Bartleby, I don't think he's here. No. I hope he did. Did, did, we, did someone give him a sock? I didn't. Boy, I really hope he didn't get yeah. something because I. What will we do without him? I know. One, he does a lot of our important fact checking, which we really need. <laughs> uh, but two, he's just such a great guy. Yeah. I do. He is fun at parties. I, I, I have a lot of affection for that. And when he comes trick-or-treating with us, he behaves as a third child, so yeah. I get more candy. I'm always nervous, though, that people are going to give him, like, a wristband or something. Yeah, that's Some trouble. article of clothing. So yeah. I always have to double-check. I, I pretend like he's got a, a peanut allergy. He's like, this little kid, <laughs> be careful. What are you going to give him? Yeah. A pencil? Yeah, I guess you can't wear a yeah. pencil. Okay, yeah, you're okay. Yeah. What are you going to give him? Uh, 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 like, one of those Livestrong bracelets? No, thank yeah, you. No, 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 thank you. No, no, no. No, thank you. He's allergic to latex. Who's giving out Livestrong not, bracelets? Not, not the Livestrong bracelets, but the, you know what I mean, the latex <laughs> bracelets that are, I still call all of them Livestrong bracelets. Well, we'll put Bartleby's face on a milk carton, and uh, if you see him out in the world, please send yeah, him back to us. I think us. He, he got up in the, in the, in the roof. <laughs> He's in the ceiling. He's in the drop ceiling somewhere. Yeah, I hear uh, him scuttling around. Yeah, that's, that's all right. Oh. Oh, oh. he's playing a game with us. Yeah. We'll, we'll find him later. We'll catch him. We got some facts you need to check. <laughs> Who was that? That's a different person. That's <laughs> a little fairy. Yeah. Do you have a friend up there, buddy? I'm the gingerbread man. Oh, my. Well, we're going to go fumigate the studio yeah, for all mythical creatures. Mythical creatures hiding yeah. in the rafters. I've been Jay. And I've been Tyler. And this has been Roughing, Roughing the, the Pastor. Pastor. We did it. <laughs>